Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Joe Kuzma and Brian E. Roach. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Steel City Underground podcast. My name is Joe Kuzma. Joining me here from a remote location in parts unknown somewhere or other, and having decorated his current whereabouts for the podcast, one Mr. Brian E. Roach. Brian, uh, that old guy, it looks like you have a naked old guy staring at a terrible towel over your shoulder. <laughs> yes, yeah, actually three naked old guy gargoyles staring at each other being grouchy. It's apparently the um, standard gargoyle look in Brno, mm, which uh, I've actually been told is actually pronounced Brno. Okay. And and that's located where in the world? So people, <laughs> like pe- people don't know where that is. You know, I'm going <laughs> to tell them where either. it is. <laughs> no, no, I do know. I'm going to tell everybody where it is and then they're going to go, well, where's that? <laughs> well, wait and, a minute. Well, we could show and, them. We can. I am in the Czech Republic. That is where I am right now. Okay. And um, let's see. I was I was trying to do this so I could actually show somebody, but I got to pull up the Google the the old Google Maps in order yes. to. Just, while we're doing this, by the way, while I was uh, driving around in my travels today, I saw one of these Kia Souls. You know, the little box car uh, cars. They're like look like a little box, like I guess like a toaster, yeah. because somebody had a had a uh, window sticker and it said got toast, but it was the Kia soul with two slices of toast hopping up out of the uh, back of the car on on the sticker. Right. So I guess they have acknowledged that this thing is a toaster. And I just thought that was quite interesting since I'm the host who loves toast. You're the host who doesn't like toast. I don't, I don't like toast at all. It's it's, uh, I hear toast is the most popular cuisine in the Czech Republic. No potatoes are potatoes okay so i'll see this thing gotta love like google maps i don't want to show my whole screen because this is going to show my whole uh browser history of everything i'm looking up for my vacation so here we go now or my home address uh that will not work either (laughs) as much as people may want may may be interested in it uh, let's see here. Now we got it. There's Brno, and that still doesn't help a whole lot, right? So we gotta no, you gotta zoom out gotta a little bit. Zoom out. It, it's here. Yeah. So and oh, oh, oh no, now it's just zoomed me in even further. Okay, we gotta go way out here. And okay, so it's somewhere. If somebody zoomed south out too of far. Prague. It's, it's, south of Prague, south southwest yeah. or southeast. So of north Prague, of Austria. It's by like Slovakia, Hungary. You know the the whole eastern block there, Poland and everything. If you look I close enough, we could find tomorrow. Brian. I that's, will be in Vienna. Ooh, that sounds interesting. Well, Brian, I, I mean, obviously it's a big time difference and everything else. We're psyched up for a Steelers game here. Thank you for taking time to be here with maybe more than 2% of the listening audience as usual. 
um, from halfway around the world. So this is uh, this is fun. And the next time I join you, I may be in a remote location too. I may may have to do this from a beach, maybe, maybe if I get a chance oh, to, to do the so post game. Th yeah, this would be a little pity party for you. Oh, yeah, yeah you got to do the podcast at the I know, beach. I know it's, oh, it's so uh, sad. Yeah, I know. I'm very very broken hearted over that. Um, what are your expectations? Let's jump into football before we get accused of not talking football because. You know, we would never be accused of that, right? Right, right, <laughs> right, of course. Right, right, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so expectations Sunday. Steelers are wearing the block number jerseys, by the way. That was the big announcement. Very big, huge, very big, huge. huge, massive announcement. Yes, very big. Throwback uniform. There are people on social media that aren't even aware that the Bumblebees have been retired for like years now. Why not the Bumblebees? didn't even like him when they were around. You didn't like Todd Haley either, but you want him too. So um, Jerry Dulac says, no complaints in his chat this week about Matt Canada. Not a single comment about Matt Canada. It's amazing what winning will do. Cures all, right? But I'm not sure if it's... I, I'm more than willing to still complain about Matt Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got a 3-5 and five Green Bay Packers team coming to Pittsburgh for the third straight home game being hosted at Akershire here. And the Packers team has not looked very strong. I mean, they've they finally uh, relented to the Detroit Lions, as some teams are doing this year. Detroit's been hot. They had a four-game losing streak. With a bye smacked in the middle. So the bye week didn't even cure all. They had lost to the Raiders 17-13. They had lost to the Denver Broncos, another lowly team here in the NFL this season, 19-17. And that was after two weeks to prepare for going to Denver. And then they lost 24-10 to the Minnesota Vikings. They did put up 20 points against an L.A. Rams team that fielded who at quarterback? Brett Rippin? Rippin? Um, yeah, that Mark Rippian's son. It, I believe it is actually, I believe Brett go. is 13 to 28, um, 130 Ge genealogy, yards. Genealogies with Brian. Genealogies <laughs> with Brian. family, family tree, family an trees, ancestry dot Brian, Wait, um, family trees. Look, I have a tree on. Oh, what is that? It's a tree. Is it a shrubbery? No, it is the Celtic tree of life. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, okay. I would not have recognized that, but anyway, this is a team that had been struggling massively. You talk about teams struggling offensively. The Steelers finally get four red zone trips uh, in their last game on the Thursday night football game against the Titans. They now draw Jordan Love and a Packers offense that came out and scored 38 on the Chicago Bears in week one, 24 on the Atlanta Falcons in a loss. They, they lost to the Falcons 25 to 24. This is actually the other side of this is that defensively, they hadn't been so strong either. Uh, they had scored 18, 20, 13, 17, and 10 before putting up 20 on the lowly Rams last week. And I don't think the Rams in that game, hmm, how many first downs did the Rams have? Actually 10, believe it or not. So as wow. opposed to 21 first downs that the Packers had. So they didn't do a whole lot possession wise. The Rams were punt, fumble, punt, punt, field goal, punt, missed field goal, turnover on downs, a pick, a punt, and another turnover on downs. But you look at the Green Bay Packers in this very game as the same too. And I wouldn't say that the Rams defense is on par with the Steelers. I'd say the Steelers defense with or without Mika Fitzpatrick is probably Better. above the line here, right? So a punt, a TD, punt, punt, missed field goal. Two fumbles, a field goal, a punt, a field goal, touchdown, end of game. So they got it going a little bit later, but we're really never... 
this game was never out of kind of uh, out of control for Green Bay. They led the entire time, and that makes sense because they're playing against the pretty, pretty poor, <laughs> pretty poor uh, LA Rams team minus Matt Stafford. So, just putting this into perspective with the well, let's talk about this. The game is at, at Acrisure Sunday. Might as well show mm-hmm. that. I'll show the graphics now. Why not? We'll pull it up. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, all in blue. CBS. CBS has the single header this week, not the double header. So some of those colors are the late games. So if you're in the blue, you're going to get the Green Bay Packers, Pittsburgh Steelers. There should be a pretty good amount of Packers fans, I think, that are going to make this trip. But this goes pretty oh, there much. there are for sure. Yeah, they travel pretty. They travel extremely well. So uh, you're going to have to check this out at 506sports.com or at steelcityunderground.com uh, this weekend if you want to see the full map. But it's pretty much the state of Pennsylvania, state of New York, the whole uh, northeast there and down into Virginia and part of the Carolinas will get this game. Uh, there's some random spots throughout Tornado Alley in Oklahoma there too. And then Indiana, Illinois, uh, Wisconsin, you know, the whole Green Bay area, which somehow extends into like Montana up through uh, the Pacific Northwest instead with Seattle. So it's a very odd map this week. It's not full coverage by everyone. Yeah, it's all over the place. The game that that was in red is the late game with the Chargers and Detroit Lions, which is in a lot of the markets like, you know, your your four corners there with uh, Colorado and uh, New Mexico and whatnot. So anyway, um. That'll get the A team again, though. Ian Eagle and Charles Davis, and none of those guys are working hard. Uh, they're all over the place, and it's on national radio as well. Uh, Sports USA covering this one. I am not familiar with them. Steelers lead this, or Packers lead this series twenty to sixteen all time. They won the last game, which was in twenty twenty one. The Steelers won the last game that was at home back in twenty seventeen, minus a one Aaron Rodgers. That was a thirty one to twenty eight victory over. Remember the quarterback's name? Was it? It wasn't. Uh, that wasn't Kaiser, was it? No, it was a different guy because he got uh, he got canned. He was like the next like great big thing backup type guy that uh, didn't look too good when he ended up playing. Hurt Rogers was hurt, but the Steelers lead this series as long as they're at home, eight to seven. And of course, uh, Packers would be leading that away and also in the playoffs with the Super Bowl uh, twenty or forty uh, forty five um, yes. forty five win. And I'm sure that'll come up many times, even though no one from those two teams is still around other than like maybe Mike Tomlin Tomlin. and owners or something, you know, chairman in the case of the uh, Packers. Uh, Matt Lafleur is one and one and oh all time against the Steelers. Mike Tomlin's three and one. And that kind of gets down the whole series history there. I hope you're enjoying sucking down that beverage. What was that thing? I do. Hold on. I'll show you in a second. Wow. What on earth? in a shoebox somewhere what do you got there you got is. a whole bunch of these it's the ciguaro the guaro interesting and i don't know what it's it's sparkling water oh sparkling sparkling water yeah it's you, you, like, you, you come put to your Europe, pinky up they, you put your pinky here, up like thing. dr evil when you do that sparkling yeah. water here's the thing you come to europe you can't just say i'd like water right what do you want to drink? I'd like a glass of water. And they look at you and they go, still or sparkling? And I'm like, what the f-? Excuse me. I was almost, <laughs> almost dropped it there. Which like, might have been appropriate. The, that might have been what I would have said. What the hell is still water? I don't want water that, that you, that sounds like alcohol. Is that moonshine? Did you put it in a still? I don't know what that is. 
They're like, the sparkling is the bubbles, the bubbles. And I went, oh, I like bubbly water. Give me some bubbly water. Oh, do you have somebody that sounds like Borat and they're kind of like, you know, would you like the bubble water or you want the, the steel water? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, there are many people who sound something similar to Borat here. Oh, why? <laughs> um, they're all very friendly people, except if you are in their restaurants and they have to wait on you, in which point they wish you would just leave. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that happens in America, too. <laughs> well, but they have to work for tips in America. You don't tip in Europe. Ooh, this is true. Yes. It's so, the tip culture is a lot different. I say this as like, I sound like maybe the most ignorant man on the internet with my American flag just calling me out here on the side with the salute to service stuff. Anyways. Um, Anyways. Yeah, we don't have any injury reports yet because we're doing this ahead of, you know, Brian's traveling, I'm traveling, um, just some program notes. We don't know when any of us are going to be uh, back for a post game. Maybe we don't even get to Who knows? Who knows? So uh, uh, I'll be back, you know. but whether we have a game or post game or not, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Um, I don't know about the Packers offense. I, I would think they would have to run the football. Um, let me, let me, I'm going to sum this up for you. Okay. They're going to put up 45 points. You know why? The Steelers are. No. no. Packers are going to put 40. They're going to drop 45 points on us. You know why? Why? Because there's no earthly reason that that team should score a single point against our defense. <laughs> It'll be another um, another one of these uh, 31 to 28 games. It's going to there, And there's just no earthly reason that they should even get a point. None. Yeah, I'm I'm looking up. That was a, I remember it was a Sunday night game. Um, Brett Hunley, that's who it was. There you go. Yeah, that guy. That guy. He's um, you Attila know, of the Hunley. <laughs> yeah, that was about it, man. He was done after that season. He had uh, he appeared in 2019 for the Arizona Cardinals, but then again, who hasn't appeared for the Cardinals outside of you or I uh, at the quarterback position? How about this? Here's a statistic for you, Brian. Ten. 10 rookie quarterbacks have played or started a game in the NFL this season. Like, I don't even know how that's humanly possible. So, uh, you know what that says to me? Hmm. That it's more than nine. It is more than nine. You have Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, Anthony Richard, who's now an IR, Will Levis, Aiden O'Connell for the Raiders, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson for the Cleveland Browns. Browns. Yeah. Tyson Badgett. With the Bears, Clayton Toon last week with the Cardinals, Jaron Hall last week with the Vikings, and then led way to Josh Dobbs, and uh, then Tommy DeVito is going to start for uh, uh, Danny's the, son, uh, grandson maybe. I mean, he's a pretty old dude. He's getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, everyone that's crying and squawking about, it, I had a piece of over uh, about it over reactions with Kenny Pickett over on SteelCityUnderground.com. And if you didn't have a chance to talk uh, to check it out, it's basically like the overreaction, knee-jerk reaction of they should have drafted this quarterback instead of this quarterback. All about C.J. Stroud with his, you know, record-breaking for a rookie, five TDs in the game and over 400 yards of passing. And need I remind everyone that even Mitchell Trubisky at one point had a six-touchdown game in his career. It doesn't anoint you as the second coming, the next Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. Uh, even on that, the guys who did the, the the guys with this um whatever accolade or whatever that Stroud matched, maybe this was even the week before, right? Because the Texans have been putting up like 30 points a game. They've been getting it done, right? So it was I, like I just tell you. Oh, it was I get your comparisons, but you know Stroud's fine. I'm 
I don't have problems. DJ CJ CJ is the real deal, man. Well, let's talk because people are just they're angry because going into last week's game, no way the Steelers are going to win. Will Levis just threw for four touchdowns. He comes out of Kentucky. Oh, well, he's on fire. And we knew that he didn't throw anything except for the pick to finish the game. Right. Um, does he look like he might have a future? Maybe, but it's tough sure, to say. Duck Hodge has had a hot hand for a minute in the NFL as an yeah. undrafted guy. And, um, so anyways, my, my point was, is some people were like, they could have tanked and they could have just got Levis anyways. And we don't know if Levis is any good. Well, don't know Levis, if it's why would you tank for Will Levis? I, I, I don't know. I don't understand. And that's, get that's it. Levi Strauss. You can get that at Sears, man. I'm not, I'm not tanking for that. It's, I don't think. Okay, I know Sears doesn't exist Stra anymore. Right, you're the Strausses, JC Penney's, <laughs> Strauss, Levi, Levi Stra Strauss exists. Stra oh, Levi Strauss, but Strauss is with the Strauss chocolate malts. You ever have the Strauss? I, I never. I don't know what the hell it's that basically is. Basically, a frosty, and it was very popular. It's a, there's some people that are around that Youngstown area, you know, and maybe even in Pittsburgh that are like, oh, he's hitting hard. And trust me, the Isley's chipped ham. See ya. I see you guys. So I see yins. <laughs> um, no, my point was, is that Ken, everyone forgets that Kenny played hurt last week. So any throws that he missed, it was just kind of ridiculous to me that we we're picking apart Kenny Pickett's performance playing on uh, with hurt ribs and still completing 63 over 63% of his passes, 19 of 30, including game winning drive and touchdown. Would you like everything to be a little bit better, smoother? You want to see progress? Well, this is where it is. Because this Green Bay Packers team, I think, is a team that can make progress with. You were never going to get C.J. Stroud, so everyone shut your yapper. That is correct. Yeah. When's the last time the Steelers had a top five draft pick? Did he go five? Is that where he went? No, he went number one overall, actually. I thought I thought Bryce Young went number one Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I'm talking about, yeah, Stroud was, hold on a second. Now you got me. Two? No, he wasn't even two. Three, maybe? Uh, because the Cardinals got in the middle of this thing, right? Yeah. So um, the Panthers made the big trade with the Bears and got yeah. up to number one. And I thought, I thought Stroud was number two. Yeah, he was number two, man. He was. Okay, me off. number two. Yeah, come on. I couldn't remember. Well, you had me thinking now the, that they took the, Will Anderson. I thought they did the whole draft day thing. And I was, I was, yeah. you'd have me, I know it's late there I, in Burnham. I in remember Porno that I did hold up are. a note that said CJ no matter what at one point. But but the thing is, as much as it it the Steelers are never going to tank. They're never going to tank. Never going to tank. They haven't Not had the a top five pick since Terry Bradshaw right. was number one in 1970. Yeah. So they're not going to tank if they are really truly bad. Right. That's how they'll get a top pick. But they're never that bad. Exactly. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. That's I was drinking I my water, but I was doing that. it off camera. You are a thirsty guy. I'm glad you're getting your hydration in. So That's what she said. Ooh. <laughs> you're a thirsty guy. <laughs> nice. Um, I was just looking, too. It's like if Mason Crosby was still hanging around with the Packers, he would have been the only guy still left from like the, whole, the Super Bowl. Wow. Pull out from that. Yeah, he was uh, 2007 speaking. She said that too, pulling out. Yeah. So anyways, they they dumped his ass that's, a little while ago. See, that's just dirty. Why'd you do that? That's just dirty. You're the one that's staying in porno. I don't know. I mean, porno. Sorry, I, I, I messed it up. Anyway, um, Packers are 20th in points scored per game. The Steelers are still 29th, but the Packers are at 20.0. The Steelers are at 16.6. Um, 
Points allowed, the Packers are 10th somehow, 19.9. So this gets skewed somewhat uh, depending on opponents. Steelers are 13th with 20.4, so we're talking about a half point, which isn't real, a half point. You can't just score a half point, so they're right there. Uh, Steelers are plus 8 in takeaway differential. The Packers are a minus 2. They are 21st in the league. They're coughing it up a little bit. 22nd in pass and rushing yards. Per game, Steelers are 25th in pass and 25th in rushing yards. About 10 yards separate these two teams of offense. So they've been both miserable at different points. Defensively, the um, uh, Green Bay Packers are ninth against the pass and 23rd against the run. So logically, the Steelers will probably only attempt five runs. And there you go, Brian. Steelers defensively somehow bend not break. 25th against the pass and 29th against the run. And there's really only nine yards separating their run defense. Nine yards per game right there. Pretty evenly matched, I would say, at least by the numbers on paper. Yeah, I guess. Um, the number, I mean, that's the thing. The numbers on paper don't really tell the tale. Um, take out the Houston game and take out the, uh, that 49ers debacle and yep. the Steelers defense has played much better than that. Um, I mean, the problem is, you know, as we, as we repeatedly say all the time, if they're on the field for 40 minutes out of the hour of the game, they're going to start giving up yardage. It's just, it's just a fact of, of life. You know, if the if the offense is going to come out and go four and out or three and out four times in a row, that's going to be a problem. So the great thing was, of course, obviously last week, some weird trick of uh, the light made me view a first series touchdown. I don't, I, I didn't think that was illegal, but yeah, but it's not permitted in Pittsburgh. You're not allowed to yeah, do that. that. Was some, they, they probably got yelled at later and you know told <laughs> don't do that anymore. Um, I don't know, but. Yeah, you know, in my mind, this game is not. It's not a. Uh, it's not really a evenly matched contest, right? I believe the Steelers' defense is far, far, far better than the Packers' offense, and I think it's better than the Packers' defense. The question will be, how do they react with Holcomb out and Quan Alexander now taking the green dot? How do you continue to react with Mink with Minka not playing? Um, does Patrick Peterson start to play a little more safety? Um, how do you how do you do the things you need to do to keep the defense there? And can the offense start to sustain some positivity that they began to get in the last game? We'll see. Um, I don't think this should be a close game. I don't know what the point spread is. I don't know what the odds are. I don't think this should be a close game. I honestly think. The Steelers should win this game something like 17 to nothing. But I don't I'm not anticipating them blowing them out in like 35 to nothing. I don't think they're going to score that many points. I don't think that they have their crap together that well. No, but, I don't either. They're in they're overdue for a game that, you know, they they do something more than that. You know what I mean? Uh, so you're yes. right. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to envision them doing the four red zone trips. But imagine, you know, George Pickens keeps his feet in. Maybe Kenny's ribs don't hurt. Maybe the ball's down a little. Maybe it's a little. I'm not gonna say it was a poorly thrown ball. The dude had like a third of the end zone there, and just got to get his toe down. You know what I mean? So, yes. uh, and of course that was a pebble 
and Mike Tomlin's shoe with all the Instagram stuff with George Pickens. I'm so glad that we didn't talk or have anything earlier in the week and we had this time because people just like to make a mountain out of a molehill, don't they? Didn't I, didn't I say at the after the post game, it's like, just let him grow up some. I mean, it, it is what it is. He's going to, you know, he's still a young kid. Same thing with Kenny. They're young. They got to grow. They, you, expect, and, you expect them to act like kids right now because they are kids. Yeah, and you're expecting them to grow. And having Deontay mm-hmm. Johnson back out there certainly helps on the offense. Having um, uh, Cam Hayward back on defense certainly helps there. We could see Peterson Absolutely. in more of a safety role. I could see Peterson making that transition. Like it, You've got players that are Hall of Fame caliber that are just good and are just good ball players. And I think he can make that transition that Rod Woodson once made. Boy, would that be a feather in the Steelers cap if he could. Right now yeah. they're kind of getting a taste of that just out of necessity. Say it's uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, we're assuming is going to be sidelined. It didn't sound too promising from Mike. Mike Tomlin, as usual, will be monitoring that or whatever. The spread, by the way, Brian, is um, Steelers minus three. So they are... Um, they're favored at home as they should be, but only and, by. And field isn't goal. that like a toss-up? Essentially, when you're when you're at home, you expect to get at least three, right? The field yeah. goal is yeah. the. So it's it's basically even, is what they're saying. They're agreeing with your original statement of this is an evenly matched game. I just disagree with that. Uh, I'm not going to say it's as evenly matched because I I don't know Jordan Jordan Love's going to have some problems. I think uh, over under by the way, thirty eight and a half. That's an under game. I, 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 I take the under on that. I take the under. Yeah, I don't know. Either of them teams are really scoring 20 per game, uh, even on the average, as something crazy would have to happen. I think that Jordan Love is going to get harassed. I think this team, this Packers team, has struck like they've struggled with so many other teams, as I mentioned already uh, this season. I mean, how do you give up 330 total yards of um, uh, 339 total yards of offense? the Denver Broncos. I mean, that was like almost like a get right game for the Broncos. They always gave up 300 to the Raiders. I'm I'm betting the under, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, Jordan love, uh, he's only taken 18 sacks. He has 12 touchdowns to eight interceptions. A lot of that is, I believe earlier in the season here, I'm bringing up his game logs right now. And yeah, he had the three touchdowns a piece. So six of those touchdowns already came in the first two games of the season against the Bears and the Falcons. And since then, and he threw, that was six touchdowns, no interceptions. Now he's been figured out. Now that they played two wimpy defenses to start the year, uh, he goes and, you know, he's been throwing picks. Uh, A pick one game, two in one game, three in one game. He didn't throw one last week, but then again, they played it a lot safer against the Rams. Um Probably keeping it on the ground. Aaron Jones, their biggest threat as far as running back. He had a touchdown last week, 20 carries for 73 yards. That was only good for a 3.7 average. A.J. Dillon is the compliment. He's kind of the Jalen uh, Warren to Najee Harris. Uh, comparison, nine carries, 40 yards with a 4-4 average. Uh, they'll get some uh, wide receivers involved every now and then. Jaden Reed, who is a pretty good, outstanding, uh, uh, well, not quite, I will say, outstanding just yet, but a good young wide receiver. He had a 21-yard catch. He also added three or run three catches for 19 yards. Their big threats would be Christian Watson and and Romeo Dobbs, who both caught it for about 30-ish yards last week because Jordan Love, he completed 20 of 26, but Luke Musgrave, one of his bigger targets, caught three of those balls. He, he, he 
he's a check down guy in a lot of cases. Aaron Jones had four catches in this game as well. I think when you add TJ Watt, Alex Highsmith, they're trying. We saw some looks where they had uh, a third edge rusher mm-hmm. out there, like Nick Herbig. They were kind of mm-hmm. they were kind of dotting the eye a little bit too here, Brian. I think after the Holcomb injury, they started putting TJ and rushing him from the center. So there's yep. some de- different creative things that the Steelers were showing on film or things that we saw in the last game that are a possibility in the absence of Cole Holcomb, who uh, if we didn't fully mention, mention, but we kind of surmised that knee injury uh, is season ending and he has now been placed on injured reserve. Anthony McFarland coming back might give a little bit of a spark to the Steelers special teams. He's taking Holcomb, the spot that Holcomb opened up from being uh, placed on IR. So, uh, yeah, if you want to, if you want to jump over, they just posted the injury. Oh, I will, I will do so. But only, but, I don't, I think at least Steelers only have the Steelers side of it. Well, right that's usually the way it goes. But I shall. I know my, um, you know, I got the Apple Watch right, and it's just it's buzzing, buzz, 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 and I'm like, oh, what's going on here? I'm all they know. I'm trying to do work. <laughs> so, uh, let's see here. We have got. Oh, come on. Okay, so Mick is a DMP, a Landon Roberts limited knee injury. Uh, Montrevious Adams, who didn't finish last game, also a DMP, did not practice. Cam Hayward, limited, probably limited. just still like nursing him and taking him along slowly. Yep. You don't want to overwork the elder statesman and then not have him for the home stretch here of the season. So yep. uh, Can't stress that groin. Yeah, so I mean, the, the Packers, what are they featuring on defense these days? Kenny Clark. Um, you know, they got Devontae Wyatt's a guy that you liked coming out of the draft process a couple of years ago. Uh, Rashawn Gary is one of their edge rushers. They got Quay Walker. He's a pretty decent, um, uh, young, young, um, linebacker, uh, Preston Smith, some other guys like that. Jair Alexander's a, a really solid corner, but I mean, I, I see holes all over this defense. I I'm hoping that the Steelers can play more mistake-free football. Probably one of the better players that they have who doesn't play full-time or isn't officially a starter is Lucas Van Ness, the edge rusher out of Iowa, uh, first-round pick for the Packers this year. So uh, we'll see how that ends up uh, maybe playing out here, Brian. I think I had a thought, and I'm trying to come back around to it. And I... It's totally lost, but I will come back to me. It's one of those things like when we finish a show, sometimes it's like, oh, I wish I would have mentioned that. Oh, the AFC North. How important is this game to the Steelers? Even though this is an NFC game, this is big. They can't, they can't drop a game right now. No, everybody, I mean, if it finished today, everybody would be in. Yeah, everybody would be in. Um, and look, the Bengals are now the Bengals again, not the Bungles. The Bengals are back to being who they were the last two seasons. So those are going to be tough games when we get to them. Um, They can't afford to drop what really should be a gimme game here. Um, Yeah. You've got the, yeah, this is, it's not a trap. It's not, it's not a trap, not a trap game. A a trap for the following week in Cleveland is what you're trying to say. It's not a trap. Be quiet. (laughs) Yeah. I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way either. Um, but the Browns right now get to travel to the Ravens. So they've got they, they some tough. Well, tough one of them's going to lose. Yeah. yeah so. so there you go. We got one NFC, AFC North team. One of them will lose this week for sure. Yeah. So you got a five and well, three, five and three I guess Browns. There could be a tie. Yeah. All at five and three Browns, Steelers, 
and Bengals, right? Everybody's five and three. Everybody's had their bye. Bengals so play this week. I, the Bengals ha- are hosting the Houston Texans. Come on, CJ. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go, Mr. Stroud. That'll Light dis- him up, big boy. That'll disappoint <laughs> some of the locals there that are the Ohio State fans down there in Cincinnati. And, of course, Steelers at home with the Packers. And this is uh, it's going to be interesting. Texans are 4-4. Four and four, So, yeah, they can't afford to lose any ground here. This is about – I got to see if I could find – somewhere i think i might still have it on my desktop i'm gonna have to find out brian and see if i have i had at some point i think i'll find it though i don't have it offhand but there was the entire uh predictions that we made at the beginning of this season right and this is where we had everybody kind of sort of right we weren't sure about the ravens but we had the browns like with, with on the winning side of the football uh, with a winning record and the same thing with the Bengals we had the Bengals pretty much being the team to beat in the division and we also had the Steelers uh up there and we thought the Steelers could win the division and now everybody's perplexed by this it's fun listening to the national media and them trying to figure out where exactly do they put the Steelers in you know the whole grand scheme of things uh <laughs> so anyway that's kind of where we had it. We, uh, I don't have the exact exact stats because we won't have it per- perfect anyways. We had the Steelers like 13-3, and three, so they'll never lose a game the rest of the year. But this is where the Steelers, I mean, they could really start to hopefully stack some wins here. You've got the Packers at home. You've got to go to Cleveland. That'll be a hostile environment. And then they follow that right up and then play at Cincinnati too. So back-to-back tough AFC North battles. Then they host the Arizona Cardinals and New England Patriots, teams that have virtually no identity, travel to Indianapolis, then host the Bengals, and then travel to Seattle to play the Seahawks and then the Ravens to finish out the year. And those could be some big road games. Those last three could be pretty big, but that road that leads there, if they could pretty much sustain this and come out of this, let's see, we got the next one, two, three, four, five, six games, and they could be a 10-win team you would think that should be good enough to get them into the postseason, barring any type of tiebreakers. They might need to win 11, by the way, this is going right now. So the Packers yeah. game on Sunday is huge. Yeah, it's very important at this point. Um, you know, if you listen to the DirecTV or commercials or whatever the commercials are, there are no there are no garbage games. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, they haven't whatever, flexed whoever, anything whoever, yet, but uh, I, yeah. Thursday night football tells DirecTV to hold your hold hold their beer the hold one and my, seven panthers beer. at the two and seven chicago bears oh my god <laughs> that is that is the definition of a why what else is on amazon prime because i'm not watching that crap <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what's on there right now with all the strikes they're just putting up a bunch of documentaries anymore it yeah. feels like netflix and everybody else so Preacher's those are coming out though What's Reacher's that? coming. Season two of Reacher is coming on Amazon Prime. Yeah, season two, Reacher. I haven't gotten into that yet, man. Well, that's you, that's to. your loss, man. That's your loss. I'm, I got I got to get in. I was into the movies, and of course, they have the scene like the next three days. Also, I had the scene in Pittsburgh where it was like, uh, well, you know, but you know that that's not Jack Reacher. See, if you read the books, Tom Cruise is not Jack Reacher. Tom Cruise is a little punk, right? I, I guess it. Tom Cruise is a little midget punk. All right. He's like four foot tall. He has to stand on stilts to kiss his leading ladies. 
He's not Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher is 6'6 and weighs like 280. No. <laughs> the guy who plays Reacher in the TV show, that's Jack Reacher. Tom Cruise, a little punk, pretending to be Jack Reacher. To say how cool it was for him to blend into the crowd or Russell Crowe, who was, you know, Russell Crowe's a little bigger there, but maybe not the Russell way. Crowe is a little bigger, but yeah. not he's not a, he's not <laughs> muscular enough. Yeah, but it's just cool. Like that, if you've never been for, uh, particularly the Pirates don't draw the best of attendance in Major League Baseball, but you go to a Steelers game and legitimately, like what I have on, will uh, pass for you to be able to avoid the authorities and escape into the crowd for sure. Yes, uh, oh, absolutely. I don't know if we have anything else. Matt Canada on the sidelines. Maybe this will continue to be a thing. Steve Wilkes is moving down to the sidelines for the 49ers since they're struggling defensively and they've dropped three games in a row. So they copycat league. It's like, well, if it worked for Matt Canada, it's got to work for Steve Wilkes. We'll see if that continues to be a thing or not. And if it's successful and uh, you know, I guess here's, here's the thing that needs to work for Matt Canada. Don't let him think he's doing well. Yeah. <laughs> Because then keep, he'll go back to that that cutesy trickeration crap, and you know, oh, my 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 plans are all working. My plans are working. No, you you still stink. You're still terrible. I still hope you're gone at the end of the season. Just you know, stand there and call plays that are conservative and will work. <laughs> yeah, and I love the folks that are like you know they're pretty happy. Like Josh Dobbs just won the. I, I'm happy for him. I mean, good good for Josh Dobbs. Um, probably not what, you know, the Atlanta Falcons aren't exactly the strongest football team and the Atlanta Falcons, like the Atlanta Falcons too, weren't prepared for Josh Dobbs or prepared for Jaron Hall as, but hey, 20 of 30, 158 yards, but everyone's talking about like, well, they should have kept Josh Dobbs. It's like, look, the Cardinals didn't keep Josh Dobbs. The Browns didn't keep Josh Dobbs. The Jaguars who needed a quarterback back then did not keep Josh Dobbs. Like, I am very, please. very happy for Josh Dobbs. We've always liked Josh Dobbs, um, you know, but he was the fourth quarterback at the time and did not perform well in preseason the second time around. And so it wasn't a surprise, right? They got whatever they got. Um, you know, there's only so much room, but I am thrilled for Josh Dobbs. And he's had, he's had, regardless of where he's been this season, he's had a nice season. He had a couple nice games for Arizona. He's now had this nice feel good moment for Minnesota, you know, yay, Josh Dobbs, very happy, but there is a reason they didn't keep him. And there's a reason that none of the teams that he's played for have kept him. <laughs> yeah. I think it's consistency. He had through like one nice ball and a diving catch to Juju by Juju Smith Schuster yeah. in the infamous x-ray room game with the, you know, the old Oakland yeah. Raiders and, uh, and it's not to poop on anything with Dobbs, but do you think he would be performing Would the Steelers offense be doing any better with Dobbs over the last year and a half? I kind of, I'm not on that. I'm on, on that train. And if you, if you look at it too, how what are the Steelers at now? Kenny Pickett, seven game winning drives, clutch gene, as we were talking about. And then uh, since the bye week last year, I was trying to figure out what their record has been. Cause it's five and three this year. And then of course, let's see one, two, three, uh, seven and two with the five and three. Come on, come on. We need the, uh, put it, you got to put the sign up. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So, okay. Seven and two and five right? and three and yes. five and three. That's 12 and five. That is most impressive. My friend 12 and five 
with Kenny Pickett full-time starter since the bye week last year. I think that's pretty good. It might might not be pretty, but a win oh, no. is a win is a win. It's good enough. Yes. It's, it's pretty ugly, but it's good enough. <laughs> now, we always talk about Adam Shine with the Shine on Sports, and he had said, he actually said that the Steelers will make the playoffs. I think he actually said he guarantees they'll make the playoffs, but he won't say anything further from there. He's pretty much intimating that they'll get you know the doors blown off. Wait. Did you just say we always talk about the Adam Shine Shine on football? Did you say that sentence? Not in a well, it's a, he's from the it's what he does, it's a shine on football or whatever. I is. know, but you said, you know, you know, we talk about the he's Adam a, Shine and the Shine on football. And I'm like, we've never talked about Adam Shine ever. Oh, I most you certainly You might talk have. about him with Zach, but I never talk about oh, Adam Shine. <laughs> we talk about I've talked about him as much as Mark Madden on this show and no, yeah. no, maybe, maybe a no, stretch, maybe no. a stretch. That's because he's not local, but he's national media with bad takes. And the why, one... why did you put, why did you even mention double M, right? Well, That's as bad as, as he who shall not be named. Now you're going to cause, you're causing Colin coward. You're just, you're just causing problems. Colin coward. Oh, he's no, he's terrible. Another one. He's, he's another one that just needs to get smacked. Yep. Every time I see his commercial, he's like, no matter how many times I'm right, you still won't agree with me. And I'm like, that's because, you know, just the fact that you're right one out of 900 times doesn't mean I should agree with you. <laughs> yeah, that is so, so very true. I was just digging through the numbers to see if there's anything else, any stone left uncovered that wasn't unturned. Oh, I didn't tell our XM people where they could find the game. Oh, well, it's on XM radio somewhere. <laughs> it's always a pain hey, in the butt to find XM those. folks. It's on it's, the XM radio. It's on the X, It's on the XM. We've only radio. got nine hundred and forty-seven channels. Just scroll through until you find it. Well, it's in the afternoon slot. Where Where's the Steelers even at in the media guides here? I tell you, the NFL is really screwed. Here we go. Um, XM uh, Steelers are on one fifty-six or two thirty-one, so they would have had to scroll a while to find that. I usually set my XM radio at two twenty-five. I have a preset on there uh, because that's the first station I think in the lineup of the you know individual games. If you have the package that has all the individual games, uh, if you have why does why does the whole idea of XM radio now still feel like so twenty years ago to me? Um, I don't know because they don't really have competition because they absorbed and merged, and it's just kind of like it's called streaming services, my friend. <laughs> yeah, why don't they have anything like that? Like a like I guess well, you got the NFL Plus. That you could get. You do have the, the plus. The plus. The plus can get it done, but um, you know what doesn't work hmm. in Bruno? What the plus? You have oh. to get this other NFL package in, in when you're in overseas. Some NFL overseas crap that they want to charge me extra money for, and you know, you know which finger I'm giving them for that. Well, it used to be Game Pass, and the international Game Pass was always superior the domestic one in the states because they actually have the live games on it not just the local it was like sunday ticket so i don't know if that's still the case over there with the whole probably youtube is. tv and everything it probably is it's probably the way that if it was the old direct tv contract so that's about the um that's about does it for us folks um don't forget to like comment subscribe i know we're all over the place especially brian halfway around the world thanks for joining me um, my friend, and look forward to happy, hopefully a victory. Happy to do so. Yes, Wait, I'm trying to see if there's something in, in check that I can put on the screen that you can't read, but I don't have anything in here. So, <laughs> well, yeah, even like a <laughs> notepad that has like a fancy address. Well, it's like 
see this this it ruins it because this uh, right here which is a bunch good. of crappy coffee stuff that i won't drink you might drink this but i'm not going to drink this what on but earth? see it's all in english except for the that whatever that word vegete doma but like everything yeah. that i read doesn't look like this side it looks like this side <laughs> up here <laughs> everything over here it's look like you walk around the town and you're like what the hell does that say I don't know what that says. The only thing, optometric. I said, uh, clearly I've now had a breakthrough. I can speak Czech because I knew optometric meant glasses were going to be in there. And sure enough, it was an optometrist and they had glasses. And I've said, I don't need to go there. But if I did, I could find that. I can't find a damn Red Bull to save my life, but I could find an optometrist. You need to get babble. <laughs> That's what you need. Or, oh, or, all right. So I know we're out. over. I know the two percenters are already gone. We're at the 0.5 percenters, right? So there's a place, there's a little, there's a little pub down the street, which I actually, the last time I came to Bruno, I went there and I enjoy it very much. It's called, uh, at the three devils. And it, it is, it has, you know, demon carvings all over the walls. And I don't really, I think it's funny and it amuses me when I see them, but the food is pretty good. Right? So we went there on Sunday when we when we flew and we got in to go have lunch. And the first time we went there, the, the waitress spoke a little bit of English, right? This time, forget it. She doesn't know what the hell I'm talking about. She's she goes, she's trying to tell us, ask us what 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 do we want to drink? And so she's saying a word, we don't know what it is, right? And we're like, uh uh and then she, finally she does the drink motion. We're like, oh okay. And I said water. And she's like, eh. Bo the boobles are still. No, no. She <laughs> doesn't know what the hell I want. Water. Anyway, so I get out my phone, and I open up Google Translate, and I type in water. And you know what the translation for water is in Czech? Water. <laughs> and I'm like, how the hell did you not know that? Even better. Even, so I'm like, she's just screwing with me, right? She's just messing with me. Because she doesn't care. She's not getting, she doesn't, she doesn't expect a tip. So she's like, I'm going to screw with the American guy. And so I just, they have a jalapeno burger, right? It's a burger with jalapenos. Very good bacon. It's very, very good burger. I like it a lot. And I said, all right, what's the translation for jalapeno burger? You know what the ha translation is for jalapeno burger? Jalapeno burger. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's good that your world traveled, my friend. <laughs> You know, and and likewise, it's like you know I might be somewhere in the states, and then just there's people don't speak English here, so I mean it happens. That's true. Um, the only the only story I have even remotely close to that was I went to Quebec, uh, Quebec City, Quebec, Canada, and we were like in eighth grade. I was like 13, 14 years old, right? And we take a bus trip up there. It's something like god ungodly, like sixteen hours or something. And we're, and they speak, you know, Francais. It's, uh, mm -hmm. they're, you know, it's the French Canadian side they, of everything. They speak French Canadian. Yeah, yes. The French Canadian. Yes. So the French Canadians do not want to speak English. At least back when I was there, it was like this major source of pride that everything. So you would have some things that are bilingual there, but that's about the most culture shock that I've, that I've, uh, been accustomed to. There are parts of the country here where, 
you know, I bump into people, even the girlfriend's dad. I don't really understand. It sounds like the guy off the water boy where you, you know, yeah. Very fast talker. Yeah. So anyways, folks, that'll do it for us. Don't forget to like comment, subscribe, leave a rating or review until next time. My name's Joe. His name's Brian. We hope to catch you sometime uh, next week on the post game. Go Steelers. And we encourage everyone out there to be safe, be good. And we'll catch you later. We would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website, www.steelcityunderground.com. 